This is Heavenly Gospels Church Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We have started a new series, Don't Stop Now. And today's guest pastor is Pastor Brandon Freeman with Deeper Church with the message titled, Hear Infection. We hope you enjoy. Good morning, HG family. Uh, I am so happy to be here with you guys, uh, even under the circumstances of taping and filming and COVID-19 and still having to do all of this kind of stuff. I am just glad to be in the house of the Lord one more time and it's no greater place to be than when you are with family and so uh shout out to all of the hgers in the house uh where we love people well amen and so uh i am glad to be here i'm pastor brandon uh with the deeper church um usually we we used to be in here in numbers and with the fam and the team and acting a fool uh but given the circumstances we here And so uh, there's a word on my heart. I want to pray first, but there's a word on my heart that the Lord gave me uh, like a week ago. And uh, when I heard from Pastor Corey that the theme of this this series is don't stop now, it just kind of put me in a space where I really, really, really felt like the Lord wanted me to share this with HG Church and whoever else is watching. I'm telling you now, I want you to prepare your hearts I want you to prepare your mind to be number one, convicted, number two, challenged, and then number three, revolutionized by what you are about to hear. Let us uh, pray, and then we're going to jump right into the word of God today. Father, I thank you, and I honor you for this moment and this time to stand in this sacred space and declare, thus said the Lord. Father, we do not take anything for granted. We don't take it lightly. Uh, We don't take uh, anything that happens as coincidence. Father, because even with Pastor Corey being in the hospital right now, you have a purpose and a plan for everything under heaven. And so, Father, right now we are believing for healing. We are believing for a speedy recovery. We are believing for better than ever. And we are believing for coming back sooner than the doctors even think. We decree and declare right now that at this moment while it's going on, touch every doctor, touch every nurse. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, you do the work and just use another body. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we honor you. And so, Father, for me and any other person who feels the pulpit in his absence, Lord, I pray that we are at least, at least the the best we can be for our brother, even more so the best that we can be for you. Get the glory out of this. Get the glory out of this. Get the glory out of this. And, Father, right now we pray for anybody who's struggling We pray that the power of the Holy Spirit would visit them now, would visit them now right where they are. Speak to their hearts. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. I heard it said, uh, my pastor, I just saw a quote, and he said, um, a gift makes you impressive, but the anointing makes you impactful. And when I began to think about that, I thought about a Pastor Corey and 
and I know we're going to miss him, and we're going to miss him being in the pulpit. We're going to miss him giving the messages, but my prayer is that we don't just miss his gift that makes him impressive, but my prayer is that you miss his anointing that makes him impactful, and so um, we're sending our prayers. Super shouts out to my guy while he is in the operating room right now. God is doing what he does there, and we're going to do what he's called us to do here. And so at, at the same time, he's going to take care of us all. Amen. Go with me to John chapter 3. John chapter 3. <clears throat> Beginning at verse number 10. I'm going to kind of be jumping in the middle of a conversation, and then I'll give you a little context after this. Uh, don't stop now. When I think about don't stop now, I think about going. I think about doing. I think about performing. I think about ministering. I think about going hard as you can. I think about not finding a moment to pause and sit, but, 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 but reaching your full potential. That's when I think about. So when I was talking to Pastor Corey about this, I, I, I stepped back and I, and I had this message in, in mind called no parking. And then the Lord quickly, quickly, quickly arrested me and brought me to this scripture because I believe that before you can go any further, there's something that you need to do. And we're going to talk about that this morning. John chapter 3, beginning at verse 10, I'm reading from the NIV, and the word of the Lord declares this. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus, and do you not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen. But still, you people do not accept our testimony. Listen, I have spoken to you of earthly things. This word gets good. And you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. I want to draw your attention back to verse number 12, where Jesus says to Nicodemus, he says this, I have spoken to you of earthly things, and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? If you are not understanding what I'm saying on this level, it's going to be hard for you to comprehend what I'm doing on another level. And some of you need to understand this morning that what God desires to do in your life is past the level that you're on. And God is saying to you now, watch this. I'm going to get ahead of myself real quick. The Lord is saying to you right now that we can't keep having conversations about you because I need to start talking about me. Listen, listen, listen. God is saying, I can't talk to you about what my purposes is because I'm still talking to you about what your issues are. And some of us need to raise above our issues so that we can have a different type of conversation with God. John chapter 3, it is my assignment to speak to you for the next few minutes using this subject. Hear infection. 
Uh, sometimes sometimes we, 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 we can't hear because we have a hear infection. I know you, you've heard of an ear infection, but I want you to also think about this concept of having an hear infection. Now watch this. Let's go to work. <clears throat> so I've heard it said oftentimes that an attribute of a good man or a good woman is to be a good listener. It is nothing like hearing a young lady or a young man saying something about somebody they like and they use these attributes and they say stuff like, they're just such a good listener. And, and, and I tried my best to be a good man, so therefore I wanted to adopt this attribute called being a good listener. And, and, and in fact, watch this, in order to be a good friend or to let one know that you care, you must prioritize how they feel. And you can't prioritize how they feel unless you listen to them speak on it. Okay, watch this. So now the expectation is that if I'm a good listener, then that says to the other person that I'm also equipped with the tools necessary to do something about what I just heard. If, if I am a good listener, it says something to the other person. It tells them because I'm listening to you, that must mean I'm equipped with the tools necessary to do something with what I just heard. I feel something pushing me already. Watch this. And this is an interesting concept because no one really knows if a person is really a good listener. We can say all day long, I love them because they listen to me. I love them because they listen to me. They're such a good listener. But somebody can hear you say a thing. Even repeat it back to you and still not be listening. I hear you. I hear you, Holy Ghost. Somebody can hear you say a thing, repeat it back to you, and still not be listening. Watch this. <clears throat> Just because a person can repeat back what you said does not always mean they're listening. Maybe they're not listening, but they heard you. Ah. Uh, and I come here to tell somebody, some of y'all are giving people false characteristics. You're calling them a good listener, and they're not listening at all. They're just good hearers. Oh, I feel something pushing me. I feel like running. Uh, uh, we, we're calling people good listeners, and what they really are are just good hearers. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I step down for a moment? Let me step down into the pew. Here it is. Most of us, when it comes to our relationship with God, are not good listeners. We're just a good hearer. We come to church Sunday after Sunday. Even since COVID been going on, we've been in the living room Sunday after Sunday, in the computer's face Sunday after Sunday, listening to something. But, but, but were we really listening? No, I think we were just hearing. Because if we were really listening, then some of the questions we keep asking God would be void. We'll be void because when you really listen to God, you understand that when he speaks, there is an expectation on you since you heard what he said. Here it is. Watch this. <clears throat> now, there's a difference. So Webster's, Miriam Webster says it like this, defines hearing as a process, function, or power of perceiving sound, specifically the special sense by which noises and tones are received as stimuli. Uh, Merriam-Webster says that hearing is categorized by you perceiving sound. 
it means that when you hear, you receive. Okay? It, it means that when you hear, I am receiving sound. I am receiving information. Then uh, Webster says it like this. But listening, on the other hand, means to pay attention to sound, to hear something with thoughtful attention, and to give consideration. Okay? So, so if I am just hearing God, then all I'm doing is receiving. The moment I start listening to God, I start giving. Ah, listen to me. Listen to me. It's a difference between what I hear and what I'm listening to. James then comes back in James 1 and 22 and he says, don't just be hearers. After that, he says, don't just be hearers. I need you to be hearers and doers. What is he saying? I don't need you to just hear God. I need you to listen. Because when I hear God, all I want to do is receive. But when I'm listening to God, it makes me want to give. What am I giving? I, I, I'm giving my time. I'm giving my attention. I'm giving my finances. I'm giving all that I got, as Merriam-Webster said, because I am considering what I just heard. And I want you to stop right there and ask yourself, when was the last time, not that you heard a good message, but when was the last time you listened to one? Woo! Not, when, not the last time, when was the last time you heard God's voice, but when is the last time you listened to God's voice? Not when is the last time you heard the Holy Spirit, but when is the last time you listened to the Holy Spirit? What do you mean, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. When is the last time you took action based off of what you heard? When is the last time you took action based off of what you heard? Let me take it a step further. Watch this. So in short, hearing is my perception of sound, so hearing is receiving. Then listening is my consideration of sound, so listening is giving. I often have to ask myself as a pastor, is this person I'm talking to, counseling, preaching to, really hearing me? Or are they listening to me? And if I was Pastor Corey, uh, 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 because I know something about some of y'all business, if I was Pastor Corey, I'm just joking, but if I was Pastor Corey right now, I would be starting to go through my head of everybody I counseled and everybody I preached to and everybody I take phone calls from and ask myself, are they hearing me or are they listening? Because, you know, part of the reason somebody can be under so much stress is when you care about somebody and never mind when you care about somebody and you want better for them more than they want for themselves you know that sometimes it puts stress on a person when they're trying to carry their own burdens and yours you know that never mind I, I stepped into some right there you know that it puts stress on a person every time they have to listen and respond and watch somebody not do what has been advised are you hearing or are you listening? Look at, I don't know where you are, your living room, in your car this morning. I want you to say to yourself, oh, I'm listening now. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm listening now. I, I'm, I'm going to stop just hearing. And I'm going to start listening. Watch this. It's interesting because this means there has to be a reading why sometimes 
it's hard to listen. There has to be a reading, a reading in your system that says, why is there sometimes where it's just hard to listen? I don't want to say it's hard to hear. Uh, I don't want to say, I ain't going to give you that excuse. I don't, want you, I, want, I don't want to say it's hard to hear because as long as your ears are in working condition, you will always hear sound. I just want to help you understand that maybe you hear, but it's been hard to listen. I want to help you understand yourself. I want to help you understand your circumstance. Watch this. You hear words. You hear sound. But you don't pay attention to what you hear or give it consideration. More oftentimes than not, this is the tension in our relationship with God You may be hearing God, but you may not be listening to him. I didn't think I was going to sweat trying to record no video, but I'm sweating trying to record this video. Watch this. So, so, so now the thing you need to understand is that if your ears are working, but your attention and or action is lacking, then there might be infection. If, If your ears are working. But your action and your attention is lacking. There must be infection. Uh, remember, I said we're going to talk about a hear, a hearing infection. If I'm going to say it one more time. Listen, if your ears are working, but your attention and or action is lacking, then you might have infection. Here it is. What is an infection? I'm glad you asked. I looked up this definition before I gave you my interpretation, and it says something quite phenomenal. I looked it up, and it says this, an infection is the invasion and multiplication of microorganisms such as bacteria, viruses, and parasites that are not normally present within the body. I'm going to read that again. It is, it is an invasion and a multiplication of my, it said microorganisms. This is where it stopped me in my tracks because I know a lot of people think that something big has to happen in your life that keeps you from listening. But by definition, all it has to be is something small, something minute, something that don't even matter that will get in your psyche, get in your mind and affect how you hear. Woo! Listen to me. A lot of us are dealing with these microorganisms and they're not called bacteria. It's called unforgiveness. A lot of us are dealing with these microorganisms and not called a virus. Uh Uh-huh, listen, it's called trust. A lot of us are dealing with these microorganisms and it's not called bacteria. It's called confidence. That there is something small that has tackled your attention so much that all you can do is hear God and pay attention to it. God is looking for people who will hear him and then pay attention to what he said, to not just be hearers but become doers of his word. And it's going to be hard for you to do God's will when you don't trust his will. And the reason you can't trust his will is because you can't trust nobody else. And here's what I be trying to tell my pastor friends. 
We got to stop putting so much weight on us when it comes to people being spiritually healthy because it's going to be impossible for them to be spiritually healthy when they are emotionally unhealthy. We got to start talking about things that happened in your childhood and talking about all of the things that happened during breakups and talk about how your parents treat you and what you saw growing up because all of that makes a difference. And it's going to be hard for you to listen. If you was disobedient to your mom and your daddy, who you saw, it's going to be hard for you to obey someone that's ruling you that you can't see. It's going to be hard for you to do things that you are not accustomed to doing naturally. Here it is. Watch this. Now I want to transition to my text and I'm about to be done right here. Listen, we are eavesdropping on a conversation in John chapter 3 where we see Jesus having an off-the-record type conversation with a man named Nicodemus, okay? He's having this off-the-record conversation because Nicodemus, though he is who he is, something about Jesus has piqued his curiosity, okay? So here it is. Nicodemus was a Pharisee, not only a Pharisee, but he was a member of the Sanhedrin Council. And if you think about what the Sanhedrin Council is, I want to tell you how important Nicodemus was. He was not just a regular old dude. He was one of the dudes who made religious legislation. So I want you to think about the legislative branch of our government, how important that is. Nicodemus was one of those people who sat in that seat. So he was having a conversation with the man... Watch this. He was having a conversation with the man, the thing that actually made his job a little bit harder because he was not prepared to talk to somebody who would contradict everything he believed in. Well, so this is why we're talking about an off the record conversation because Nicodemus has to come to Jesus at night because he doesn't want nobody to see him question his own authority based on the fact that he heard something that went against everything he believed in. I wish I had time. Watch this. So now Nicodemus comes to Jesus and this is where he says in John chapter three, what does all of this mean? How can you be born again? What does it mean to be saved? What does it mean to love you? What does it mean to follow you? And Jesus starts to have this conversation with him. And Jesus starts saying some stuff to Nicodemus. And I start thinking to myself, ooh, he hulling him out. Because he's rhetorically answering his questions. And Jesus is almost being sarcastic with the way he's responding to him. That's the kind of Jesus I like. I like a Jesus who don't always step down to your level and try to level with you and, and, and reason with you. He's just going to be who he is. Watch this. So he has this conversation with him. And, and, and a very important man in Israel that he is, he has to go see Jesus at night. Everything about Nicodemus says this is not a good idea. But he goes anyway. I wrote in my notes, hmm, it must have been because of something he heard. Because when you, when you, when you hear something and it challenges what you think and it challenges how you feel, that means you didn't just hear it, you listened. And Nicodemus, when he listened to what Jesus was saying, it made him say, I'm going to wait till everybody else go to sleep and I need to know more. 
what do you mean? What I'm trying to help you understand is there will be some times where you got to wait till every distraction is asleep. You got to wait till every naysayer is asleep. You got to wait till every opposition is asleep and go to Jesus when it can be only you and him. Jesus has this conversation with Nicodemus. And then something happens. Jesus began to teach him, and he makes this case. In short, he tells him, what you hear will provoke what you believe. So Jesus is now saying, I'll know you're listening to me when your hearing goes from hearing to believing. What are you saying? When we're talking about a hear infection, a hear infection doesn't affect how you hear. It affects how you believe. And, and, and I know the theme, HG, I know the theme is don't stop now, but it's going to be hard for you not to stop if you're still fighting with what you believe. And Jesus is saying to Nicodemus, everything you asked me showed me that you did not believe. All you're doing is hearing, but I need you to start listening because the moment you listen will be the moment that will change your life. What are you what do you do when all you can do is hear? And you can't really listen. First, you ask yourself, do I have a hear infection? And then you got to start to say, okay, where is this infection coming from? And when you are sitting alone, and you're thinking, I know, I keep hearing this word, I keep hearing this message, the pastor preached this, and when he preached, I felt like he was talking di directly to me, but I can't seem to get unstuck. You have to really do some work, just like the doctor would have to do and find, he would have to find the origin of the infection. You have to do the work and that work is searching your soul and searching your spirit intentionally trying to navigate and find what went wrong where am I where am I hurting where did it start how has that affected me you will be surprised that the 30-year-old you don't even know that the 15-year-old you is still driving the car. You would be amazed to find that the 25-year-old you doesn't even know that the 12-year-old you is still calling the shots. You would be amazed that the broken you is still speaking up every chance they get. You can't listen like that you might can hear God but you can't listen like that so before we go when I heard about this theme don't stop now the adverse of that is go and the Lord brought me back to this on your mark 
get ready get set then go what is your mark on your mark that's when they get down on their knees get set that's when they prop up their back what do you mean there are a few things you must do before you go and one of those things to do is to make sure that in this season of your life you are not just hearing God but you're listening to him to make sure that James 1 and 22 has took such residence in your life that you're not just a hearer but that you become a doer of God's word I don't know where you are right now personally but I know that God would not have had me share this message if somebody did not need to hear the difference between hearing and listening and maybe you have been hearing for so long that you don't even know what listening is I'm here to tell you that you will know but the difference between hearing and listening when you can hear a word and not respond when you can get conviction and not change that's when you know there may be infection so before we go HG Church before we take off running I want to make sure that you get to run and you don't have to stop in the middle of the race ah I want to make sure that you can run and you don't have to pause. Listen, I try to tell all my single people, if you're single and you listen to me, hear this. The way you choose a mate when you have purpose on your life, it's to you, 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 you run on a track. You run. And the person for you means you don't have to break stride to get their attention. You should be running in your lane and see somebody else running in their lane and look over and say, I like the way you run. We probably should run together. But what most of us do, because we only hear God, we don't listen, is we're running in our lane and we'll look at the person sitting on the sideline stretching and say, oh, you look good stretching. You mind if I, I stretch with you? And you just got out of the race. Hear me and hear me good. And I'm done. In this season, with COVID-19, with all the uncertainty, with everything going crazy, we don't know what the state of not only the world, but of church will be. We don't know. We don't know when things will go back to quote unquote normal. But what I do know is that church ain't never been about a building. What I do know is that church ain't never been about all of this. Church has always been about you, where you are. Do you not know that your body is the temple? It is the church where the Holy Spirit dwells. And if you're going to do anything meaningful, God, meaningful for God, excuse me, in this season, you're going to have to go past hearing. 
and get to doing. That's my prayer for you this morning. Let us pray. Father, I thank you and I honor you for this moment and this time. I thank you for this word that, that exegetically and hermeneutically may have been lacking somewhere but as you were just giving me this, this scripture to paint a picture of possibility on the portrait, the canvas of their life. God, I pray that John chapter 3 has spoken to somebody and it helped them to understand that they've been in a season where they were hearing your word but not doing nothing about it. Father, I pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to invade every home to invade every car, push past all cyberspace and touch them right where they are. And I pray for the power to get up and do something about the infection so that they can stop hearing and start doing. We thank you that conviction has set us on fire this morning. It didn't just upset us, it made us wanna be better. So, Father, I pray for the power to turn, the power to change, the power to redirect, the power to pivot right here. And, Father, we decree and declare that in this season, we will get maximum, we will give maximum effort as you give us the ability to address the infection and get over the infection so that we can be not just well, but healed. In the mighty name of Jesus, we don't want to just be better. We want to be healed. We want to be whole. I pray for that person right now struggling with any physical ailment, God. And I pray that the power of healing would arrest this atmosphere right now. And that your healing virtue, God, I pray that Pastor Corey's testimony, even now, will make some of us redirect our eating habits, redirect our living habits, redirect the way we do our lives, that we will begin to take care of our temples in a way that we've never done it before. Don't let our pastor, our brother, our son have to go through all of this and then not touch any of us. Give us the grace to push through this, to get through this, give us strength where we need it, and give us wisdom beyond our years. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you, HG Church. Thank y'all for having me. Keep praying for your pastor. Listen, keep giving, keep sowing, keep pushing, keep believing. This is the season he should fill us the most. This is the season. He should get the, the good reports. This is the season. Let not what we're going through mean we taper off, but let him feel how strong we are as a church and as a body because when a leader leaves, that's when it really is tested. So let's show him that everything he's sown has taken root and it's sprouting up, sprouting up a harvest. Be better, be great, and let's not be heroes, but be doers. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. We hope something or said was done for you to feel blessed. And if you were blessed today, this is your time that you can partner with us. You can partner with us 
by giving via cash app dollar sign heavenly gospel church or you can go to our website hglovespeople.com press the give tab and give whatever amount that you want to give on today again thank you and have an awesome week